The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, this is Philip Stutz, author of Fire Them Now, The Seven Lies Digital Marketers Sell and the Truth About Political Strategies That Help Businesses Win. And you are listening to Authors in Quarantine Getting Cocktails. Hello, and welcome to this hopefully short-lived series that will be airing in addition to the weekly Marketing Book Podcast interviews. I'm your host, Douglas Burdett, and my goal is to reconnect you with past guests on the Marketing Book Podcast, share some ideas and inspiration, and maybe a much-needed laugh or two. I've interviewed over 200 authors on the show, and my plan is to continue this series until I run out of authors or quarantine, whichever comes first. A word of warning... The host and guest may very likely be consuming cocktails during these conversations. If you'd like to join the conversation, go to marketingbookpodcast.com and click on the orange button to record your question or comment, and I may include it in a future episode. I'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, connect with me on LinkedIn where we can chat. Philip Stutz, welcome to Authors in Quarantine Getting Cocktails. Yeah, nothing, nothing really going on right now. I guess uh, I'll find some time to do this, Doug. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. you know, I, you know, this, this, we're just all trying to find something to do these days. Doesn't seem to be much going on, but I have to say that I kind of blame you for this whole special series I've started because of, less than a week ago, I got a, an email from you that said, "Hey, I've got some great, really, really timely research that your listeners would really appreciate." I no, don't have another book, but you know, how about we we talk about that? I think your listeners would like it, and I've looked at the research, and you are correct. And I thought, gosh, you know what? Let me check with the other authors and see if they might want to do this too. And I've gotten an overwhelming response, so I'm going to keep doing this, uh, you know, as often as I can until I either run out of authors or I run out of quarantine. And I just have to say one thing, though. I, you know, I appreciate the idea, but I also appreciate the safety that you have provided to me. And let me explain what I mean. A few months ago, I was down in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, which is the place Roll of your time. your birth. Roll Tide. And you are a graduate of the University of Alabama, and I was talking to the American Marketing Association down there, and I had a picture up of a book and an author. It was making a point that I was uh, conveying, and I happened to say, oh, by the way, she's an Auburn grad. Well, about a third of the audience went crazy. I started hearing uh, <laughs> War Eagles and all that. Uh, uh, I thought and, you hear cat calls. Yeah, well, I, I started to get some – I started to get a little nervous, okay? <laughs> and I, I remembered where I was in Alabama, and I said, oh, wait, oh, wait. Um, I've had a graduate of the University of Alabama on the show, Philip Stutz, author of Fire Them Now. And an even larger group of people in the audience started cheering, you know, and screaming, roll tide. And that was my ticket out of the room, because I'm not sure that I was going to be released if I didn't convey that I had not only interviewed an Auburn grad, but an Alabama grad. Mm. So... 
thank you for that. You see, the, the thing, you know, I guess you could say because of you, Philip Stutz, uh, doors are opening. So let me ask you quickly. My work here is done. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. So, Philip, tell me, first off, where are you right now? I'm sitting in uh, my office in uh, Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Okay. And uh, a lot of travel plans probably change for you. Oh, yeah. Suddenly. Yeah. And by the way, I have the headset on that you uh, forced me to buy, which has been the greatest investment <laughs> I've ever made. So thank you very much for that. And, yeah, $22. Uh, my yeah. Audio, uh, my audio quality is of superb performance today. Excellent. Listen, uh, yeah, no. Um, I'm in. Uh, I'm in my office. Um, I am one of these people that's on the road, probably two to three weeks a month. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, about March 5th, I wrote a question down, and I said, uh, "How do I want to be remembered a year from right now?" Because the world was starting to fall apart at that moment, mm-hmm. and I realized, well, um, this is a moment that I can spend time with my family. Um, that I can get off the road. The, 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 you know how this is where you go, I, one of these days I'm going to get off the road. Well, I got off the road. Um, and then I had to figure out how first can I help? And through helping, um, we'll be okay because that's what this moment is about. And so we immediately called every client and we said, if you're affected, you can get out of your contract right now with us. And if your business can excel in this moment, we need to position it right now to, and you need to double down on what you're doing. And so, right. Yeah. And Philip, let me interrupt and remind yeah. the listeners, you have had a very successful career as a political consultant. You've worked on over 1,200 uh, election campaigns, including you know U.S. House, uh, U.S. Senate, three presidential campaigns. I, I think I have those numbers right. Or those are just the victories. <laughs> Sorry. And then uh, a few years back, you started a second business uh, helping corporations yeah. uh, to, with their marketing based on a lot of the learning that you had from political campaigns. And frankly, that's what a lot of your book was about besides uh, demonizing people <laughs> like myself in the agency business. But that's not important, <laughs> Philip Stutz. But... <laughs> You, you, the, 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 the very, very true. One of the many points of your book that was so uh, uh, that makes me shout it from the rooftops is that uh, marketing now for corporations should start it is and should be more like uh, what has been done by political campaigns from uh, for a long time. And I think that political campaigns are always on the cutting edge. Uh, I think they're always teaching the corporate side as to what's going on. So as part of that, you have uh, a very big uh, uh, research study, I think, that that's always going on. So perhaps you could uh, take it from there. Well, I tell you, just the background and contextual purposes, if we're running a political campaign for a candidate, I don't just run out willy-nilly and have that candidate talking about everything he wants to, or she wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what we do is we take – we get data on the district or the state, and we find out what the voters care about, and then we align it with what the candidate cares about. And usually that's only about two things, where the voters are so motivated by that one or two issues, by those one or two issues, that they're going to vote no matter who the party, uh, whatever it is. They're like, as long as that candidate supports that issue, we're going to support them. We have to research and do all the deep dives on the voters to understand that. Our candidates may want to talk about 10 different policy ideas or themselves. Ultimately, 
Yeah, or ultimately we narrow that down to about one or two, and then we focus all of our marketing efforts based on what the what the voter wants to hear, not what the candidate just wants to talk about. And that's the model, right? Right. And and so we make every corporate company that comes into our ecosystem as far as being their marketing uh, company, they have to follow our five-step process or we won't work with them. Doug, I've, I work with Fortune 200 companies, NASDAQ companies, um, and none of them ha- – I've never filled out an RFP because I've just built a model that says you're going to follow the right way that eliminates your risk, gives you all the data on your customers, and we're going to market this proper way. Well, what that made me do is it created um, a, a – uh, I have an exclusive partnership with the largest data collection company in America. And so over the last couple of weeks, I've been hounding them like we need to understand how consumers are looking at the coronavirus moment and what does the data say? Why are they making purchasing decisions right now? What is the message that will work for our clients rather than maybe the, the message of two or three months ago won't work anymore? And we understand in politics how this works because – and I'm switching back to politics – because a candidate has to pivot their message based on what the voter thinks and knows and wants at that moment, right? And so – it's just a natural force for us to come in and pivot messages. So we finally, um, just this past week, got the data back. We, uh, it was in uh, with from our data partner, and we uh, we worked uh, and partnered with them on uh, just so people can understand where it's coming from. We surveyed uh, almost five thousand consumers. Uh, but this was overlaid on approximately eighteen thousand consumers that were uh, ha- that have continuously been uh, surveyed, or their movements online have been tracked, and all this stuff to understand what their purchasing decisions and what their motivations are right now in the coronavirus moment. And I'm going to be quiet and let you answer, ask a question in a second. But here's the thing. No, go, go. I'll get out of the way. I've got the yeah. research in front of me. This is right. really here's, interesting. Here's the thing. But wait a minute. Before you the do that, mess, yeah. you're making this available for free. And normally firms Correct. are paying mm, five, five figures five, for this. Yep. No, they're paying five to $10,000 for a company specific report from us. And, um, and everybody has to. So as background, this we were charging the Fortune 200 companies $250,000 to $500,000 a year for it, or not a year, per uh, per report. Now, they can segment out a 1,000 different audience segments so that we can target them effectively. Mm-hmm. But what I went to this data collection company and I said, hey, <clears throat> it's great that the Fortune 200 companies can do this and can afford a half a million dollars to spend. Small businesses out there need this too. And they said, great, then you pay us $500,000 and we'll have an exclusive licensing agreement with you. And I said, gulp, okay. And I did. And that's why I can charge five to $10,000 per company. And that's where, I mean, that is total transparency of how it works, right? So when, this, when, when we were working with uh, our partners, our data partners on this coronavirus, sort of what consumers are thinking, over 20,000 respondents all, across all demographic and, and customer bases, um, we basically were able to understand that, that the dynamics, the messaging that any business is using right now has completely changed on what will be effective. And what we have seen for the last five years from a messaging standpoint of what is converted for a customer, a B2B client, a B2C customer, any any kind of marketplace 
has completely flipped. And I've never seen anything like this in 24 years of marketing. I've never seen anything like it. Meaning, so, meaning this much change this much this this quickly? The complete flip-flop of effectiveness. And I'm going to tell you the people that are out of business, not I mean there's the obvious people like the restaurant industry and all that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when this thing settles down. Or, or if you are out there trying to market right now because you see an advantage, I'm about to tell you what the data says. And you then you can go look this up uh, on our website. We've, we've put it up for free. This is not a funnel. You're, I'm not charging you anything for it. Take it. Implement it. Do whatever you want with it. Um, but uh, – and it's it. Uh, you want me to give the address or are you going to do that? Yeah, uh, give the address. And then we're also yep. going to do a blog post about this uh, episode okay. at – where people can find it at marketingbookpodcast.com and, and provide a link in case that's where they're coming from. But please uh, share, yeah, the, no, share the link. If you go to winbigmedia.com, on the top tab, you'll see COVID-19 research. Uh, click on that. That's the study. Okay. okay. So what we found was every time we would go in and do customer research, we would find a couple of things that were, that were impenetrable. There were always other ideas that we would run marketing campaigns for, but impenetrable. And those are that the customer base, the client base wanted to acquire wealth, status, and influence. That they wanted to get messages uh, of, of companies or people that were successful and admired for achievements. And they wanted to be marketed to in a way that made them feel like they had a life full of excitement, novelty, challenge. If they just bought into this product or service, okay, that is the least effective message that you can utilize right now. And the one industry that is not talked about that is gone, and I mean decimated, is the influencer industry. Uh, I'm guessing that 80 percent of all influencers out there right now are going to be are, are going to be uh, they're, they're out of business. But all these influencer marketing people, yes. Now. Yeah. Why are they going to be gone? Because, sorry, I'm going to be graphic, but it's kind of funny. If you're... Look, I'm already drinking, so don't worry. Okay, you know, I'm drinking All some right. single malt scotch right now. Right. The, Philip, please. Let me show you my ass on a beach and get 10,000 likes and get paid $10,000 for an Instagram post. Those influencers... Now, is that Philip Stutz I, talking? or No, I'm sorry. You do live at the beach. Yes. All right, I'm with those, you. I'm with you. Yeah, really inappropriate. Like a lot of the emails I'm getting. Lately. Well, I'm telling you, Doug, these people were making $10,000 a post for the last five years. Mm -hmm. It's over for them. Not only is it over because we've got a travel ban in place or people aren't traveling, but the sentiment, and I'm about to tell you guys what messages are going to work in this moment. And it's really simple. But the messages at work are the antithesis of what these people stand for. And the consumer market out there is not going to buy into that message anymore. And if you think about it, what were the messages I've told you have worked for the last five years? <clears throat> Showing wealth, status, and influence, mm -hmm. having a life full of excitement, novelty, and challenges, and and uh, you know, um, let's see, what well, the other one was uh, like being in charge, being successful, all those things. That's what all these people do. If you're a coach out there, a business coach, and you've never run a business before, and you have nothing to back up what you're doing right now, you're going to have a really hard time. I mean, it's just going to be really, really hard. The people that are going to succeed in this environment are going to follow three messages, and they're going to double down right now on them. We are doing it currently with our clients, and we're already seeing – and I'll tell you about one specifically in a minute – but we are seeing growth in this moment 
with a particular with with a range of clients because they've doubled down on the, these three messages. Number one, helping and caring for others. Number one message. Number two, safety. Everybody wants safety right now. Your product, your service must say must tell the customer how it keeps them safe in this moment. Your product or service must show how it helps other people. And finally, your product and service must be show that it's dependable and trustworthy. That's it. If you utilize those in your marketing, and I'll tell you how we did it in a second because uh, it's, it, it, you have to be smart with it. And you have to be strategic. If you do those three things, you're going to win right now. And Instagram influencers, coaches without pedigree, businesses that have been running on status and significance need to pivot hardcore right now. Well, say more about what, what, would you, what do you mean by status and significance Oh, as, as the primary fuel? Sure. I mean, we have a lot of businesses who've talked about if you just buy into this product, you will be significant in someone's life. You'll, you'll have a higher status in society, those kind of businesses, if that makes sense. And those could be services that they're selling, right? But so we work with a national pest control company. On March 5th, we went to them and said, the world's changing. You got to move right now because you're going to have a much larger market share when this thing. Uh, and we're making a bet that we get back to work before June 1. So, by the way, if June 1, we're still under lockdown, then everybody's disrupted. But we're going hardcore right now. And so we said, it's not this data that I'm telling you right now, Doug. It has. It's not like I need to say for this pest control company when we're running their ads, uh, hire us. We'll keep you safe from coronavirus. Like that's an idiotic message, mm -hmm. right? That's not what you should say. What we have been positioning them in their ads, and it's crushing right now, is the coronavirus is out there. It's now spring and summer. Bugs and rodents are coming into homes because it's warm. You're in your house 24-7, and you're cooking every meal in your house. Of all the budget decisions you have, your pest control, having pest control and keeping the bugs and rodents out of your house is a critical component to keeping uh, filth, disease, and your immunity high. Keeping the filth and disease out of your house and keeping your immunity at a higher level. Mm -hmm. And that – and by the way – Keep your family safe is a message we're using. So we're combining helping others keep your family safe, and we're using safe as well. And then we'll play off the where you know the third-party testimonials of families that are using this company right now. Another safety mechanism we're using is the pest control technician that comes out will be wearing gloves, a mask, and a face shield. So we're it's not that we're just shooting a bullet in the bullseye. We're going about this, and we're not yelling coronavirus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're going about it and saying you got to be nuanced, but you got. You have to message the company in a way that shows the customer safety, that you are helping others and thinking of others right now, and that you are trustworthy, dependable uh, to that customer. Because here's what's happening, and everybody on this call can relate to this, or everybody on this interview uh, listening can relate to this. Every family right now is pulling out their, their budgets and saying, what do we need to cut? And your business has to be on the forefront of their brain to say, you know, that's the one thing we can't cut. Mm -hmm. That's what it all comes down to right now. And so we're working with an organic food and supplement company. And trust me, people are going to cut back on food. 
it's if you see this data, you can see that that's one of the areas that is gonna that's gonna you know they're gonna go to cheaper food pr- uh, prices, right? Organic products and and supplements cost more, but right now we're positioning them and doubling down and saying this is not a moment to go cheap on your health, mm-hmm. right? And that is working for them. We are increasing orders for them in this moment. And it's also a great e-com moment, right, for the, for the food and, and supplement industry. Right. We work for a great B2B uh, title company right now. That title company is a billion-dollar title company. They are now doing all of their closings through virtual means. So they're saying, we care about you. We're going to keep you safe by doing virtual co- uh, closings, and you can trust us. And all of it is all revolved around the same three concepts. You can talk about other ideas and messages. The, everything needs to answer this question. Am I addressing safety? Am I addressing helping others? And am I addressing that trustworthiness is very important in this moment? What are some of the other things that you have uh, found in this uh, study? I, I guess uh, particularly the sentiments like how concerned people are about these things and, and what are the other things they are concerned about um, rather than the, the three that you just mentioned, which is um, safety, helping others, and trust? The only other one I would say to go to is uh, having a safe and stable community and nation. I mean, the safety thing comes up everywhere. Like that should be even above helping others and trustworthy. You've got to prove you're safe, you're safe for them. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And by the way, think about this. There will be no uh, no vaccine until at least August of 2021, right? They they can't like it's it's impossible because you can't give someone a test case of a vaccine and three three months later or six months later, two months later, they all of a sudden become sick from the vaccine. You can't put that out in the public. You have to have enough time go by that proves that no one's getting sick and the vaccine works. We're living with this. These va- th- these messages are not going to go away regardless of what happens over the next 18 months. Whether we go back to normal, but it hangs out there, it's still people in the back of their brain. They're so traumatized from this moment that they- the safety is going to be massive. I mean, it is the foundation of everything you should be doing right now. So we, again, we are, and we've signed up six new clients in the last two weeks, which is the antithesis of what a marketing company should be doing right now. We've also lost 30% of our clients Mm -hmm. because we worked with, um, like we work in the travel industry. Well, they're not even in business anymore. And so we said, all right, well, when you come make a comeback, we're here for you. So I understand this, but by positioning the, the companies right in the right way with the right message, we are seeing growth in these companies and it has created a business for us that is continuing to grow in this moment. And, you know, even though we've lost 30% of our clients. Right. Have you seen examples already of companies that are being very flat footed and doing almost exactly what they shouldn't be doing? So the cruise line is my, you know, number one. Like, first of all, uh, they want bailout money. Well, a couple, you know, they've decided to incorporate their businesses in Panama to save tax money, right? And now they're going to the government and saying, hey, "Where's our bailout?" And and rightly, the Congress and the Trump administration has said, "You're not an American company. You made that choice. You got to live with it." Um, 
the, the Carnival Cruises at this moment, this is uh, we are at the uh, at the end of the first week of April. Carnival Cruise Line still has six thousand people on on their cruise boats that have not been able to get off, and they don't foresee them getting off the boats until the end of April. Mm. That is insane to me. Carnival was fighting customers as of two weeks ago to, to give them refunds for for you know cancel trips or resch- or trips that that you know customers didn't feel safe taking mm-hmm. they were fighting refunds i i'm sorry i'm sorry if it hurts their business in this moment you can't do that to people you cannot do that to customers this is a pandemic this isn't a financial crisis and um, there was another uh you know i'm in florida uh, there are a lot of rental vacation rental companies. There was a vacation rental company um, I, uh, down in southern Florida. I, uh, I cannot remember their name at the moment. But they not only were not giving refunds, they were telling customers they needed to rebook their their trips. And when customers did, the 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 rental agency had blocked out dates for 2021. So not only could they not rebook their trip, they couldn't get a refund. Like these are the people. That society will remember in six months. If this is what your business is doing right now, you will go down. You mm-hmm. will go down. And I'm telling you. And the question you need to ask yourself as a business owner or as a marketer is when this thing settles down and we get back to normal, how do I want to be remembered in this moment right now? Because that's the reason we're giving this away. Yeah, they're going to be remembered for a long time. That's right. People are hurting right now. And so this isn't this isn't the moment for me to say, well, you know what, you're hurting. How about five thousand dollars? I want to give this to people. It is a thirty something. It's a thirty page document. Forty questions that were asked on the health, media, politics, uh, personal values, messaging, all of those things. I went through this data last night with Mark Cuban. Um, and so, yeah, and was, I was going to say, Philip, let me yeah. just interrupt with some really stupid jokes. One is, okay. you've gone from speaking to billionaire Dallas Mavericks owner Mark uh-huh. Cuban, and and now you're talking to the host of the Marketing Book Podcast. Well, How well, the mighty uh, have fallen! No, 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 no. You spoke uh, to a group in Alabama, so you you're an A plus. Oh, that's so, right. And like, you know what else? I was born in Alabama, just like uh, <laughs> just like you were. So, well, we're probably cousins then. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were born in very different parts of the states, and I was born on an army post, Fort Rucker. So, yeah. Well, so I appreciate you, you know, kind of talking to Mark Cuban and saying, Mark, I, I'd, I'd like to spend more time with you, but I've got to get ready for my conversation with uh, the Marketing Book Podcast listeners. So, yeah, I, well, I understand. Listen, Mark's quote back to me was, "This is fascinating. This yeah. data." Yeah, it, and it, also, I think every listener. Just go to Philip's website and download this stuff and share it with your team. I don't care if you're head of sales, head of marketing. Give this to your C-suite right now. They don't have to hire Philip's company, but just this is almost real-time data. And for those of the for those of you who have only started maybe having to stay home for the last two weeks, um, you know, if you need further evidence that things are really changing and that you need to rethink things, this will help get you going in that direction. Philip, what other uh, questions have you been getting uh, from clients? The question I get most often is, well, then where should my ad dollars be going right now? Right. 
And, and what business owners can't do is they can't afford to make mistakes. And so um, I would tell you, you need to follow where the eyeballs of the consumers are going. If you And I, on question 14 of this uh, data report that you have available, it gives you some insights on where the eyeballs are going right now. Let's um, see here. And, okay, I see it. Thinking about TV, yep. newspaper, print, and digital, and websites, from where are you primarily getting your news related to coronavirus? Yep. So here's the deal. This is a generic study. This is not industry-specific. I'm going to have industry-specific data pretty soon, and I'm, you know, we'll probably release that as well. But here's what's interesting. Local news is the high, local TV news is the highest performing platform right now for consumers. Hmm. It is the if you add Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, and Headline News combined, it equals the exact same amount of eyeballs that are watching local news right now. So, and and if you're asking me what social media platforms are hitting right now, it's Facebook and YouTube. That's it. People want to watch video. If you don't have video in your business, you're screwed. So you need to get some video going. Um, and I see Facebook is twice as much as uh, as YouTube. Though. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. So I, you know, the way that I, I, you know, I, what we do is we go industry specific. We overlay cust like this pest control company. We overlaid you know, 125,000 customer records in a geographic location. And then we're able to tell what platforms they're on in a chronological order so that they're not wasting any dollars. So if, you know, they go, hey, we need to run some Facebook ads, uh, then we go and overlay their data and their customers aren't going onto Facebook. I can actually tell them, don't do that. That's a waste of dollars. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, get behind the data formula for your business. Understand what your customers want, not what you want to talk about. That's the most incredible, critical thing I can tell you right now. And I just told you what they want. They want safety. They want to know that you're helping others and they want to trust you. But I think what you've just advised is, is true always in marketing. So many companies want to advertise where they, they maybe they are, but not their customers. And that lack of empathy sometimes can be a, a real big money waster. What other uh, kinds of things are they? Okay, they want to know where their, their ad dollars should go. Any other kind of things they're asking that might surprise you? You know, a lot of this stuff right now, uh, this was completed at the uh, the very end of March. So we're just about seven days from it, right? But um, I'm just looking. And how often do you update this? So we're supposed to get a new update within a week. Okay. Um, I, I expect the themes will be the same. You know, we're hope we're able to now. I can't give this part away, but we're going to be able to go to our data partner and do industry specific data pulls. So if you know, like my pest control company, I can go and update their file um, on what they're doing, and I can do the same thing for the organic food company and things like that. But um, yeah, I mean, listen, um, for years, Doug, for the last, I've heard this from every corporate marketer. I've heard this from every business owner. If you've built your brand on trust, dependability, and helping others, you're, you, this is your moment to double down on everything you do. Mm. Because all I've heard for five years now from company owners is, wait, we're doing the right thing. But 
it's so expensive to advertise and I'm trying to compete with, with people that are like flexing their muscles and telling you how all great they are and it's all status and significance. That's not what my business is about. My business is about helping others, making sure that you know we create a safe product or environment for our services and we're trustworthy. Well, the brands and the businesses who are that should be doubling down right now. And the reason I tell you that is because we sat down via Zoom with with, uh, Google and Facebook nine days ago. And nine days ago, they told us that they had anticipated losing $44 billion in ad revenue between now and the end of the year. $44 billion with a B. And it has never been cheaper to go for it. Everybody's complained for 10 years of how expensive it is to go try to compete in the digital marketing space. And now it's as cheap as it's ever been. And if you're a business owner who has foundationally had – and by the way, the reason I talk about Mark Cuban is everything he does is about helping others – you know, say, you know, showing safety and and being trustworthy. That guy has a great brand, right? Mm -hmm. That guy gets it. He's like, this is going to crush for my brand. And I said, oh, yes, it is. And that's why you see him everywhere right now because he's doubling down. Be like Mark. That's what my advice is. Yeah. You know, and it also brings to mind studies that I would see during every recession where it showed that companies that invested uh, their scarce dollars in uh, advertising, uh, other marketing initiatives, uh, always came out stronger than the competition that uh, just kept their powder dry. <laughs> yes. And listen, if you think like we are growing the bottom lines of our businesses that we're, that are doubling down and seeing advantages of this, but I would tell you, if the goal is you break even go, doubling down over the next six months and you've doubled your customer base and you've doubled your, you know, your, uh, you know, sort of uh, effect of your brand, the lifetime value of that when things come back is exponential. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, this is a chess game. This is not checkers. Um, and so my advice is when this thing gets back to, to when we have a new economy in place, where do you want to stand? And did you do the things right now to put you in position to explode and to have exponential growth? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm talking to Philip Stutz. I I can't resist. I have to ask you. You even probably have some political candidate clients right now. This is a presidential election year. There's there's people running for Congress and Senate. I've been kind of not following the news on purpose. Uh, I turn it off the TV, but. What's going to happen from you know uh, a political standpoint to all these candidates? What what do you think is going to happen? Particularly the ones where they you know you're hearing about uh, Republican and uh, Democrat national conventions maybe getting pushed back further. These people can't go out door to door. Tell us what's going on there. I mean, I can lie and tell you I know, and the but but the truth is I don't know. Um, everything is up in the air. Do we have a mail by? We have a vote by mail election in November. Um, just yesterday, the U.S. Supreme Court uh, and the or the sorry the state court in Wisconsin uh, ruled that the election was to be held on Tuesday, April seventh, and people had to go if they wanted their vote to count. They had to go to polling locations, um, and there are a lot of elections that have been postponed. We've had primary in the presidential Democratic primary election in the presidential campaign. 
These have been postponed. So much is unknown right now. Um, What I do know is sort of how the candidates, especially in the presidential campaign, will position themselves. But you can also tell that that'll be sort of a trickle-down approach uh, with the U.S. Senate races, governor's races, and the House races. Uh, Trump's going to say, I let us us through this uh, horrible once-in-a-hundred-year pandemic. Um, and you know, right now his numbers are really good. People want to trust their leaders. Uh, Biden will say, you know, he's a fool and he got us in a lot of trouble, and he didn't, you know, he didn't save us from anything. It could have been better. And millions of people died because, or not millions, hundreds of thousands, or fifty thousand people died because of Donald Trump. That'll be his message. Mm-hmm. Just guarantee you, you'll see that in a couple months. Hmm. It seems like. There still has to be a presidential and congressional and Senate race in November. And I say that because even in the American Civil War, they had the elections. There will be an election. I just don't know if it's in person or vote by mail. Oh, wow. Interesting. Interesting. You know what's so typical of your response that I'm I'm struggling with? I have no basis of comparison. (laughs) I have no paradigm to look back to maybe parts of things like, you know, what happened during wartime or nine 11 or something like that. But it's, um, I can't think of another time where things have been just so unpredictable, even more so than probably right after uh, nine 11. It's such a good point. And we're, everybody is looking for their little slice of certainty right now because they feel unsafe. Again, let's go back to that word. Everybody feels unsafe right now. They don't know that people hate uncertainty, right? Mm -hmm. Tony Robbins has this great quote. It's my favorite quote. It's the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably tolerate. And I I just love that quote, right? Yeah, that's great. And so I've said, good, I'm going to tolerate this right now. I don't think you can look in the past and see any kind of precedent. I think all you can do is what can I control today? For me, it's how can I get this information and help other people, even if it doesn't help me, because mm-hmm. I want to be remembered as helping others down the road. I really do. And mm-hmm. you know, this is the way our society should be. I think we're going to have a new economy. I think we're going to have you know, the economy that was built out of 2008 was a new economy. And I think there's going to be a totally new economy. And there are going to be winners, and there's going to be losers. The Instagram model community, they're going to be the losers. You know, you're a consultant without any, you know, you just decided I want to go be a coach and you have no experience or a consultant, have no experience and think you're an expert. You're not going anywhere. You're dead. But people who have put the time in for 30 years or 10 years and have something to offer in the sense of safety, helping others and trust, this is the moment where they are going to explode in the new economy if they realize it right now. Yeah, you know, it brings to mind those companies that really understand the idea of engineering a good customer experience, because I think those tend to be more customer-focused companies, and they are willing to constantly iterate to improve what they do. They want, they crave feedback, and they observe and, you know, uh, listen uh, to their customers. Those, I just have to wonder if those kind of companies are going to do really well going forward based on what you've just told us? I don't know. We don't know how this thing's going to play out. All I know is we all have to take gambles in our business. We're entrepreneurs or marketing or, you know, even if you're a marketer, you take chances in your marketing. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go and say, what does the data tell me? 
And then I'm going to take a calculated risk right now and double down with everybody we're working with. And we've already seen the results because we started positioning this. It was funny. My team came to me on March 15th and said, why are we running coronavirus-related ads for like a law firm? We work with a big New York law firm. And I said, because we have to position the, comp- the law firm to be ready when the cases come. And they said, but that's not driving – ROI right now. And I said, doesn't matter. We're doing this. The the leaders in the law firm trust us. We're going for it. And they got frustrated with me. And I, and I, and I had to call and say, I'm sorry if I'm taking the wrong tone with you guys. This is my own team, right? I'm like, I'm sorry, but I just believe this. I really believe this. We got an email yesterday from the, uh, the founder of the law firm, and he said, oh my God, this week has been flooded with corona calls. And that's the point. Like I took a risk, and I'm not going to hit everyone all the time, but this one's pretty risk-free. People are freaking out about coronavirus. You know the messages that will work. If your business is running around talking about how you can become wealthy, and look at this great picture of me in a suit, and I'm staring at you with curled lips right now, and you should be investing in me. Like, Stop doing that. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's over. Well, just out of curiosity, I mean, a, a law firm advertising coronavirus things almost a month ago, what was the nature there? Was it informational or was it, I mean, what? I'm just out of curiosity, what What was that message? The message was, have you, uh, have you been affected or anybody you know been affected by coronavirus? We can, we're here to help you. In what way? Well, you don't think there's going to be a 10 million lawsuits out of the coronavirus in New York City? between buildings that had poor air supply that filtered into other apartments. Uh, The disease was spread in close proximity, especially amongst apartment buildings and places of uh, religious, you know, places Mm -hmm. and where you had old buildings with horrible ventilation systems. And there's going to be a market there. And my job for that company, whether you agree with what, you know, that there should be extra lawsuits. <laughs> yeah. My job is to position them to be there to help people that were affected by the coronavirus in that moment. Oh, okay. So like if they were injured, yeah, I was thinking of like a corporate law firm or something like that. Okay. No, they, they got it because of malfiance. Yep. Yep. I got you. Okay. Well, uh, Philip, I really appreciate you coming on the uh, authors in quarantine getting cocktails. And I talk uh, so much, I don't feel like I had a drink, but maybe I need one. Now. Well, I heard you taking a sip earlier, so uh, yeah, you're off yeah. the hook, and uh, okay. we stop recording here. But I, I, I want to um, let you go, and I appreciate not only the uh, the the information. This is enormously generous, and I think that everyone listening. You have nothing to lose. Do they need to give you their email address to get this information? No, I'm not. That's the thing. Okay. This is not a funnel for me. All right. So people <laughs> you literally can go there, click on it, and download it. It's yours. Uh, you know, if you want to <laughs> go to philipstutz.com and subscribe to my biweekly emails where we talk about all these things, cool. Awesome. If you want to work with us, cool. Awesome. But this is for you. This is for the listener. It's for free. Just download it and and share it with your colleagues. Get a discussion going. I think that marketing is going to change a lot, the way your company perceives uh, you marketers out there. And also um, all those people that are working in sales who listen to the Marketing Book Podcast, this is really worth uh, downloading right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> don't even wait until next week. Download it now. Get the conversation going. And I think that your organizations will really appreciate the fact that you are trying to get a handle on this because, Philip, it's my sense that a lot of people are hunkering down in the fetal position, which is a you know, natural <laughs> human thing to do. And uh, this is something that can give you and your organization some sort of action, some discussion that you can start having right now instead of saying, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what we should do. Totally agree. And, you know, last thing I'll say is I talked to a very good friend of mine who runs an incredible business, is positioned to to grow in this moment. And when, when I sent it to him, he's like, the one thing we're not doing in our business, we have we have helping others and we have trust. We're not talking about safety. He goes, my God, I got. I, we're assembling our entire team and we're going to build a model around safety for the next 18 months. And that's what I would tell everybody listening right now. That's what you got to do. Right. So just to recap, we're talking about consumers want and they will buy right now safety, helping others, and trust. So, Philip Stutz, uh, Win Big Media, thank you very much for joining us on uh, Authors in Quarantine Getting Cocktails. And uh, if there's another book in your future, and I certainly uh, hope there, there is. is. There is? Excellent. Yes. I, uh, I will, it'll come out in <laughs> I'm trolling for guests. 2021, unless the pandemic is still going on, and then we're going to push it till it ends. But it's basically about the five-step formula that we use for all of our – it's basic. it's called – Undefeated, I'll tell you the title, Undefeated, the secret formula that elects presidents and will grow your business in any environment. Ooh, me likey. Oh, boy. You heard it here first on this special episode of the Marketing Book Podcast. Philip Stutz, be safe, be healthy. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.